You're such an asshole. Now, I'm gonna tell you a story. Now, sit down, grab your chairs, kid. Uncle Cap is gonna tell you a story. I am old, and I have started to notice the women of my age, my generation, um, anecdotally, bits and evidence here and there of people I know, where I'm like, have you lost your freaking mind? Get it together, man. <laughs> and just just a little bit here. What's going on? And um, the where I've said, have you lost your damn mind? Uh, a lot of it is because uh, these gals are working. They've been working long. Uh, a lot of them are professionals at their peak of the game. And if you did not know, once you get to be my, I guess apparently my age is the magic age when you're in your late forties, early fifties, then the world decides that they're like, Oh, you got gray hair. Now we'll give you the executive management positions. So I know um, <clears throat> several great people, by the way, this is not a criticism of them where they just, for lack of a better word, they crack. They've absolutely cracked. And I have a buddy who talks like the guy from the honeymooners. Hey, well, Ralphie boy, you know, um, they can't handle it. They just can't. They crack. That's what happens to them. That's why you need to give them something to do. <laughs> Several years ago, I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll see. Okay, so I, I could see it happening in the real world. But then it dawned on me, I did a video quite some time ago where just in a, complete perfect brilliant display of stupidity some journalist feminists were complaining that uh susan uh the former ceo of youtube was retiring and stepping down which i was like well yeah i would too if i had <clears throat> millions potentially billions if you got the stock options at the right time like i was like shouldn't you send her off and among the the contradictory feminist journals who wrote that article where they were contradicting herself like no she's gonna get back in the game she can't she must go she must continue i'm like cal's in her mid-50s let her retire what what more does she have to do when when does the fun in your girl's life ever happen never okay enjoy paying taxes all the time and commuting at least you got that corner office right right who loves you baby i need a sucker from kojak <clears throat> um but uh what was the other thing with uh it was not only that she, how dare she retire, but also in the article, it was how statistically speaking, where there actually is some empirical evidence, not just me witnessing this happening with my own eyes, that women experience burnout in corporations uh, and careers at higher rates than men, which absent other studies to verify, I'm just going to assume that somewhere in the ballpark of truth, we can make that claim. But in addition to these complaints and burning out and I can't handle it and crying and, 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 or just complaining, there has been equal amounts, even more, um, not even through the topic of career and burnout, but, uh, as I've gotten older, I've certainly seen this more and more where girls, I even remember where girls were in their late twenties. Well, I never wanted to work. I'd be okay having a husband. I'd be okay being a kept woman, which, okay, <clears throat> on a philosophical level, sure, I would, you know, show me some sugar mama milf out over in Henderson. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it up. Yeah, you pay me millions. So there's a an understanding there. Uh, but that that has increased in frequency where, again, 
It's not a poll. But I'm starting to get the impression there's a contingent of women who, well, I would like to have just been taken care of. I wouldn't have mind being the stay-at-home mom. Sometimes you hear that where, you know, Hillary Clinton, like, well, I didn't have time to stay home and make cookies. Like, that's why you're so happy. No wonder. You're like the most happiest woman I've ever seen. Um, but where I want to choose my words correctly so I don't get any arguments. I can be very clear. <clears throat> where they may say that out of frustration or whatever. I think there is some authenticity without being hypocrites. Like, well, you stupid broads, you should have picked careers. That's not my criticism, and I'm not even going to point that out. What I'm saying is I still think it's congruent and not hypocritical because, okay, duh, who wouldn't like to be taken care of? Like, oh, yeah, I have my career and all that, but, you know, you say, hey, Aaron, you know, Miss Cougarlicious over at Lake Las Vegas wants to take care of you. Okay, screw you guys. I'm going to the fancy home over on Lake Las Vegas with Jessica. There's a cougar name. Jessica ends with a vowel. All right. Saucy. <clears throat> so there's obviously that, well, who wouldn't like to have a rich person who wouldn't like to be taken care of? There's also, I'm completely in 100% agreement with women where um, some guys as well, they just want money. They're gold diggers. But at the same time, like, yeah, but I think, a lot more of that is they want to see that you got a job and some ambition and that you're not a financial pariah upon them or your parents or the government. Although you Democrat women just sure do love your, your Democrat government dependent men now, don't you? You, I, I, you must be flummoxed and confused. Well, he is collecting welfare, and I agree with that culturally, and, and that turns me on. But he doesn't work. I'm so confused. <clears throat> Um, that being said, yes, women generally want a man who has a job, has employment, is going to be financially stable and not financially dependent upon them. And also genetic, well, statistic, two more ways. Statistically, it's good to have someone making more money, like in case, you know, bad things happen. It's good to have a little bit of reserve, good to have financial stability. And then instinctually, even though women maybe in the frontal cortex, in the heart of hearts, they know, no, I want to work. I want to be independent, all that. You're never, you know, like, can you guys not like girls with long hair and big boobs and long legs? No, you can't get rid of it. Girls cannot get rid of being attracted to a man who has his financial act together versus one who doesn't. And I think even you guys would say, well, why would I want to be friends with a, a guy who doesn't have his finances together versus someone who does? So I am 100% <clears throat> sympathetic with these girls um, that, you know, you, you want a guy who is financially stable. Someone a little bit more. Oh, who's calling me now? Why are you calling me now? Why are you calling me now? Anyway, so I, as the economist, it, it came to me. It was like, okay, let's say deep in the heart of hearts, at some level, girls want a guy to take care of them because who doesn't from the logical economic wealth perspective. Let's also say a significant but unmeasurable, unmeasurable percentage of women would deep down inside want that emotionally, but have been hoodwinked or somehow pressured by society that they have to make the feminist hive and their teachers and professors happy <clears throat> rather than themselves. And then let's just say um, there's some gals who, who like right on the up and up. I know I want to be the stay at home. They're honest about it. They were, so there's, 
a significant percentage of women that either outright want to be taken care of or would like to in some kind of unconscious, instinctual, or perhaps very conscious, but hidden and dirty little secret where I just want a man. Shh. Do you want to get killed? <laughs> and I'm sure there's these diehards that just want nothing to do. I'm strong. And I don't need no man. Okay, fine. So I ask, I, I ask unto myself, I says, Aaron's, you was the economist in the house. What do you suppose the chances are? that the percentages of the guys out there could actually support a woman. Like in the olden days, like in the 50s, who knows what I'm saying? Like he takes care of the food, the clothing, and the shelter, and she's like the stay-at-home wife, wears the little Healy heels, you know, perhaps a little seam on the back. You wonder, maybe maybe it goes all the way up. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe she's just got a little, it stops right there. She got the crotchless panties on. Maybe we're going to have a little bit of sex in the kitchen. You know, when I'm, after after the kids go off to Sunday school, maybe me and the missus going to have a little fun. Maybe like that. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, because uh, while you ladies have been doing your own quite revolutionary uh, and, and serious and almost 180 degree economic choice changes, and where the focus has gone from family and men to career education, ultimately yourselves, maybe, and, and men and family maybe are a distant fourth or fifth. Men have also been responding to these changes and the changes in the economy and the environment as well. <clears throat> and whereas uh, a lot of guys are focusing, a lot of the media is focusing on women's delusional expectations of men. Uh, what is it? I got standardsbro.com. Uh, they've even written articles about it. Why? Well, I said, well, wait a minute. We're not really looking at the supply of guys. And if there is some kind of expressed, latent, instinctual, hidden, or otherwise desire on the part of women for men to support, them, like deep down inside, you really want it. I said, well, what, what are the percent chance? What percentage of men out there can actually support a woman? <clears throat> so I dusted off my economist hat and I went to town. I started doing some number crunching and here's what I came up with. And I have my other laptop here. That's the kitchen laptop. I use that one. This is the recording laptop. I use that one over there for the, for the economics and the, and the thinking. And so I will probably update the comment section below with my resources, but this all comes from, I believe the census bureau data. And then another website that has all the income distribution data. So you can see it here. So I went and I found out the first thing is what is the average cost for a single person to live? And the average cost, the average expenses right now in the United States is $38,266. So I started that as my base where it's like, okay, the guy's got to support himself. So at minimum, he's got to make 30, 38 and change $38,000, right? And we all know you girls aren't going to date no guy making any $38,000. <laughs> so there's that. And then what I did is I started adding on the expenses that a man would incur at varying levels, depending on the expenses the woman would incur herself, <clears throat> because if a woman is going to be supported, to what level will she be supported? And so I'm just adding on these expected. I don't even go crazy with this. I kind of pretty conservative with it, but I add on these added expenses that would be assumed the guy would incur and therefore have to make to cover the cost of not only himself, but the woman he is supporting as well. So then there was some data that showed a family of four lives off of $84,000. Uh, 
<clears throat> implying $21,284 per dependent. Right? I was not going to double the 38000 You might be inclined to do that. Say, well, the average person spends $38,000, so you just double it. There's a guy and a gal, and now you're at seventy. Six, if I do the math right, 76. That's not correct because you'd be sharing living expenses. So I thought just adding an added dependent as if it was a child because the, you know, same food, okay, same clothes, all that other up. So a dependent, whether that's your wife or husband or the child or not, is 21,284,000. And so at that amount, the total amount now comes to $59,550. So now at each of these income stages, I'm going to tell you the percentage of men that make that money. We're going to have two se- – oh, I got to add that other statistic. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. The data did not really exist for that, for what I wanted to do <laughs> because it only gets worse. <clears throat> so uh, if we add that $59,550, what percentage of marrying age men can support that, make that? And so the question then became marrying age. Well, a boy in his 20s, you know, he's 20. I said, well, okay, technically that's marrying age. So I didn't do that. I did it at two different stages. I did 33, which is about the average marrying age man. So you girls can just like, what's the average marrying age man? If you ladies are average marrying age women, which would be 20 to 35, I believe is the numbers. So roughly on average, the average bachelor in the market, 33 years old, what percent of American 33-year-olds make $59,550 to support you at this very basic bare minimum level of existence, 39%, only 4 in 10. Now, I added another income group of people, another group of men, because women are willing to date a little bit older, and I put them right kind of at the eh, the beginning of their upper income levels because yeah, there's more bachelors as you get you know older as time goes on. Not as many people are getting married. So I went optimistically for you girls, you know, find Mr. Big. And so I upped the age to 45. Ew, Grody, he has gray hair. I okay, but he's got money. I just wanted to show you the upper limits, okay? Like give you a little bit of hope. So 49% of 45-year-old men make uh $59,550. So at bare, if you're okay living like with hand-me-downs and and um, what's it called, <clears throat> goodwill, you're gonna have to make food at home and all that, eat your meals at home, st- shoestring budget. Thirty-nine percent of thirty-three-year-old men could support you, and forty-nine percent of forty-five-year-old men could support you. Now, <clears throat> marrying-age women also have something very in common, and it has an effect. It has an effect on the calculus, on the finances that you bring student loan debt. And I'll be bluntly honest, for really stupid, dumbass degrees that have no employability whatsoever. And it's going to be the guy who's going to have to pay that off. Average girl is carrying, and here's where I had to do amortization to convert it into an annual per annum uh, statistic. So I think the average woman in the United States has $31,000 of debt. You amortize it at 7%. I believe at five years, you're looking at an added $3,684 per year for the foreseeable future that the man has to pay. That puts the total income amount he needs to make at 63234 of which 35%, we're going down now, 35% of men 33 years of age can afford, and of which 45% of men 45 uh, make. Then this credit card debt. Uh, average woman has less credit card debt than men. Good going, girls. Uh, but you still have some. I believe it's $6,200. Uh, 
amortize that out over five years at a 15% interest rate. That's $2,400 per year. Uh, that brings the income up to 65,600 only of which only 32% of 33 year old men make you're, you're below a third. Now one in three men make that money <clears throat> of the primary age. Uh, but the little, little gray hair, Gen X or 45 year old, 44% of them still make that money. Look at that. Look at that. Car loan to be truly, you're going to need a car. And I was tempted to do the $700 a month payment that the average American has, but men have higher car loans because they're dumb <clears throat> than women do. So I looked it up and there was actual data. And so I amortized that out. We're looking at $4,200 per year added. That now brings up the total annual income your husband must make to $69,864. Only 31% of men 33 and older, uh, 33 make that. 39% of 45-year-olds make this. You know, one in one in three, we're still here, girls. One in three, which already means two-thirds of you are going to lose. Just point it out. I know because of the perfect mental state, those numbers will not, that reality will not register. You're going to insist that you're going to be one of that three. Um, and then let's continue on. <clears throat> there was other personal debt that was not mortgage. I did not include mortgage because um, if you have a house, you would be presumed to get rid of the house or move into that house and there would be no mortgage expense. So I eliminated that. Personal debt, which I didn't know what there was. I'm like, well, we got credit cards, cars, and student loans. What the heck is personal debt? I like We got a operating line? What do you got? <clears throat> Amortize us another $3,500. Now we're at $73,362. 28% of men 33 years of age make that money. And only 39%, uh, four out of 10, make that money who are 45 years old. Now, <clears throat> here we had to be honest. And here I had, there, there's no debt. I started looking up how much does a man have to make for a girl to date him? Because the problem that we have with the numbers so far is that this is the 38,266, the bare amount. And this is all the bare amount that the guy's going to do. And this assumes you don't get no new car loans. You don't get no new credit card debt. And uh, we know that you're just not going to date a guy who makes $38,000 a year. <clears throat> you're going to want someone who makes more than that. And then plus all the other added income. So if you look at it, he's making 38000 Almost has to double it to cover all the added expenses with the debts that girls are already going to the average girl's going to bring to the table. Men, it'd be the same thing if we flip it because men also have debt. I'm just looking at if one person decided to support the other. Um, <clears throat> it, this is bare bones living. You're not going to be wealthy. And while I try to figure out, you know, what does the average guy have to make in order to go on a date? Oh no, money doesn't matter. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. And so I couldn't find any number to go with that I could then say, all right, girls want a guy when they're not intending to get married. They're not even thinking about marriage and getting supported uh, or anything like that. So what was that number? And I, I couldn't find it. And then I figured, okay, well, that's just dating. So then on top of it, we'd have to have all these other expenses. And then I remembered looking at some polling data that I believe I unearthed for either the book of numbers or the menu. Life without the opposite sex. To re and I, I remember it was a reverse engineer. It wasn't pulling data. I had to go and get some income data. <clears throat> and I found out the, the polling was women wanted men to make single men to make 58% more. 
And then when I imputed that into what the average single guy made, it was $68,000. And so I added that difference between the $68,000 base to what the $38,266 a guy just needs to survive. That's an added $29,734. So what I did to maintain intellectual honesty and to be as accurate as I could, ladies, I took the amount of money that you would need him to make dating, not married, not cohabitating, nothing, not him supporting you. <clears throat> which was $68,000, then added all the other debts you're going to bring to the table and the dependency of $21,000. When we add that all up together, hey, look at that. We get the magical six figs, $103,096, of which, sorry, girls, one in eight, 14% of 33-year-old men make that amount. But 23%, one in four of 45-year-old men make that. But we're now in the distinct minority. The odds are not good. <clears throat> now, I says to the guy, I say, Cappy. I says, yes. Are you cynical enough? I'm like, no, no, man. I'm not cynical enough. I mean, you got to be more cynical than that, man. I say, watch me get my cynical on. I'm going to be so cynical. You're going to be cynical about my cynicism. I'm going to like go like uh, Dragon Ball Z, like super cynicism, but it's going to be poofy blonde hair. And I said, wait, wait a minute, hold on, something ain't right. Dude, a significant percentage of you women already bring another man's child to the table? Is it, isn't that a thing? Like, that's a significant percentage of the population, right? <clears throat> so I added one, and here's how cynical I am. I didn't even say, your own damn kid. I'm just going to assume... This is just another man's kid because that's going to come first before you have kids with the guy who's going to support you. <laughs> oh, hey, don't call me cynical. Just look up the data. What percent of single moms? This is just me. I'm just the bearer of the statistics. Don't shoot me. So now you got to plop on a whole other dependent. And this assumes you don't have any kids of your own, by the way. You don't get to have any kids with your newfound love. So we add on another 21,284. Now we're up to 124,380, of which 9% of 33-year-old men make and 17% of 45-year-old men make. And depending on whether or not you have kids, your numbers are either 9 and 17%, 33 and 17 if you have a kid. Heaven help you if you have more. I didn't run the numbers for that. It just gets worse. But if you are not kidded, like you didn't have another man's kid, you knew enough not to do that, <clears throat> and you want what I would assume to be the average standard of living. We're not talking rich. We're talking just the guy who could carry himself, support himself, make 68 grand, then bring in another. Like uh, you think about it, $103,000 for a family of two is not that much. It's not that much. <clears throat> so you'll get used cars and maybe you're going out dining every once in a while. You'll, you'll be okay. As long as you don't have no kids. That's 14%, one in eight and 23%, one in four. That means depending on your age, if, if you're not willing to date up seven out of eight of you are not going to find that. And by the way, this, these are just the numbers of the guy's income. This doesn't mean they actually want it. They're going to go along with this either. This is like the absolute highest percent. But if you're willing to, to you know, tolerate some gray pubes of a 45-year-old, it's one in four. Three, three out of four of you aren't going to make it. 
you, you're by numbers that the men just there's not enough men who make enough money to do this, which should be understandable because you said you didn't need them anyway. And you were going to support yourself, right? So men are kind of like, well, all I need to do is make 38,000, which if the numbers, you, I would love to see what happens to these numbers as generations age, because the, the Gen Zers who are not 33 nor 45, uh, the Zoomers, boy, I wonder if they're even going to put up numbers like that. Because why do they have to? They don't have to. They, they can get by on very little. <clears throat> but then there were two other variables. One I accounted for, one I did not. Because if I wasn't cynical enough, if I wasn't cynical enough, when I looked at the data, because I, I didn't um, I didn't say it, I saw that it said gross income when I was looking at the income percentages, gross. And when we're looked, the numbers we've added are expenses. Those are not net of taxes. In other words, the men have to make the amounts that I've been listing after tax. And I only focused on the two latest numbers where the guy either makes 103000 to support two people or 124000 to support three people, assuming you brought a kid from another relationship. <clears throat> and, the, and we focus on that. At those, at those income levels, well, oh, by God, by golly, is that, I see in the distance, well-endowed Molly? And she's yelling something like, what is that, Molly? Get closer, but bounce the boobs more. She's running and it's all slow motion. The sun's behind her. Hair is going over her boobs. She gets finally close up and she says, Women vote for Democrats. And I'm like, Oh, you're right. They do. And so, as all you women want these rich men, I can understand that, but then you vote as a group, not, not individually, of course, but as a whole, you women vote to take their money away. And I don't, I don't mean to burden you girls. If you're interested, you can look it up. But if you're making six figures, your overall income tax rate, and, and not to mention sales and property and all this other stuff, uh, you're easily in the forty percent uh, tax bracket, so I had a I had to account for taxes. So when we uh, include a forty percent tax rate, because he has to have a net amount of money to pay for all these things, in order to support two people, one guy supporting one wife, uh, he needs to make one hundred forty four thousand three hundred thirty four dollars a year. Okay, of which, of which. 7% of 33-year-old men make and only 13% of 45-year-olds make. And if you have another man's kid or you would like to have your own with this new guy, uh, that jacks it up to $174,132, of which only 4%, one in 25 men of the age of 33-year-olds make. You have a 96% chance failure rate. You're... If you have a kid, that's still dependent. Now, the kid's out of the house. Okay, they're gone. You go back to the other numbers. But if you want a man to support you and you have a kid and you want him to be around the 30-something-year-old age, you're looking at 4%. Only 4%. And I'm, I'm not saying that like, uh, ha-ha. I'm saying it 
the men just don't exist. There are not the numbers of men to support you girls. There isn't. I mean, even if you didn't have a kid, 7%, 93% of the men can't support you at that age. And then if we go to the 45-year-olds, which is only marginally better, all right, you have 13% if you don't have a kid, or uh, one in, yeah, it's still one in eight. And then if you have another kid that's still a dependent, you're down to 9%. There's not enough men who make enough money to support it. And so my the whole reason I went through this is to tell you all to give that up. Like whatever remnant dream you might have of that, <clears throat> whether it's a, a dirty, dark secret, you dare don't let the feminist hive mind find out that you just want to be a stay-at-home mom and raise the kids. Or whether um, you, you could be honest about it. You know, they're like, well, here's your statistics. Good luck. You know, and like you, you might want to learn to do some accounting or become an engineer because there just isn't enough men to go around. Or you have that instinctual thing where after busting your ass off with a career and all this, I just really want a man to take care. I understand. The universe, nature, mother nature understands. Uh, psychologically, we all understand. Economically, reality, mm -mm, don't matter. And that's what trumps everything else. There is not enough men in the American economy to support women. A stay-at-home wife. I mean, you could support women emotionally, psychologically, ethically, of course. But if you are looking for a traditional life, a stay-at-home lifestyle, your your numbers are are bad, very bad. Not not impossible, but bad enough that you absolutely have to make contingency plans, plans B. So if your plan, your plan A was, I just want to be a stay-at-home wife and and live my husband and support him and all that, or deep down inside, that's what you wanted. Okay, good. You know, sometimes I go to the ice cream store and I want mint chocolate chip. Well, you better plan. And if I looked it up on the internet, oh, 96% chance there ain't no chocolate chip. I better have a plan B in mind. But I think women are doing that quite admirably, though, with most of you are going off into college independence, so at least the stated philosophy um, <clears throat> of independence is, is good. You're going to college, getting your degrees, getting jobs and working, and because you're going to have to. You're absolutely going to have to. And with the tax rates you voted in on yourselves as well, like you definitely are going to have to work more. But for any one of you who had some kind of dream or hopes or desires, well, yeah, you you can have dreams. There's a 4% chance and a 9% chance, depending how old you want to go, if you have another kid. And if you don't have a kid, those statistics are drastically increased to 7% for 33-year-olds and 13% for 45-year-olds. So link below, because finances are going to be very important now, there's a link to a couple of my books and resources and courses down there. The first link is called The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI and the Pursuit of Women. It's written for men, but maybe ladies might want to pick that up to do some more further research and statistics into your chances. You all might also like the menu life without the opposite sex because they're forecasting half the people aren't going to be married by 2030. So that's going to provide an existential crisis for you to figure out what to do in your life that I didn't link below, but then there's other stuff linked below. I think courses to get your financial act together literally says that uh, that's through teachable, my subscribe star channel. And then my Amazon affiliate program. If you'd like to go and buy some stuff through that Amazon affiliate link. I get a little bit of commission and cut. You don't pay anything extra. And uh, it comes right out of Jeff Bezos's pocket. Isn't he nice? <clears throat> All right. I'm going to go on with 
Um, what time is it? What's going on with Pop? Terrence Pop in 40 minutes. Okay. Let's go to the Super Chats very quickly <clears throat> and have ourselves a treat. Ah, oh, man, I love this starred thing. They all conveniently compile right there for me. Oh, that's so cool. Sam Whiskey, the most American name in America. Ten generous dollars. Cappy, is the gravitational force of socialism stronger than marriage in America? Oh, absolutely. What do <clears throat> Sam, divorce rate up, cohabitation rate up. Um, even when you cohabitate, it still has the same effective failure rate as, as marriage, 50% failure rate. Uh, women have vote, generally speaking, it's not a, an opinion. Women vote for the state. They vote for more government money at the expense, generally, not always, at men. Uh, look at polling that women have reprioritized politics. Oh, come on, Sam, you know this. Look at everyone's behavior. <clears throat> Marriage. I mean, who's getting married? My truth, the king. Five buck. Let them hope. Let them have corporate America. They enjoy war culture more than the dudes I heard. Well, I'm all for women entering corporate America. I sincerely am. I want women to get master's degrees, bachelor's degrees. I want you to be the engineers. I want you to be the accountants. I want you to go to work. I want you to make all the money. I want you to, I want you in the charge. I want, I want the Cheryl Sandbergs working 80 hours a week. I want Susan um, over at you. I want them up there. I want you girls working. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to open a stay at home husband school workout, lay pipe and be trophy husband for girl boss. <laughs> well, my truth, send me some pictures and ladies, if you want yourself truth you just we just flip these numbers ladies if you're willing to spend if you can make a hundred thousand dollars or hundred twenty four thousand dollars you could be the sole breadwinner and support a house husband the number if i flip it it's almost the exact same for men and women there, there's very little difference so ladies you know guys now i didn't look up income distribution for women but ladies if you know you make one hundred twenty four thousand, i could bring another kid to the family you like other women's children? Pixels go on their own way. Uh, 25 Polish Zlotties, Philippine pesos. I could support a woman, but do I have to? Also, Uncle Sam will always outbid me with my own money. Yeah. No, I mean, you. <clears throat> I believe um, with, with various government assistance, uh, women really don't need, you need to make over $60,000. The average man needs, otherwise a woman will get more money from the government through various state and local. And that depends on local and state uh, support as well. My truth, two bucks. Cappy's old. How old is she? Q prices, right? Music. Brian Dupree, two bucks. Most could technically none should logically. What percent of men could support women there? Most men could. Uh, if there were no debts, if we all fixed our own homes and men were handy. Now, if men were actually men and could, you know, like Joker, build your own house, maintain your own car, <clears throat> you know, like how men's used to be in those horrible fifties, we could do it. They got by on a lot less. If you want go get my book, uh, poor Richard's retirement, you'll see how they did it. But I just don't see women wanting, they won't tolerate that lower standard of living. I mean, tell me girls if I'm wrong, but you're not going to darn socks, right? You're not going to like tend to garden, right? Uh, nonstop trade, two bucks. Did you calculate the current or old inflation rate? <clears throat> um, that's moderate. Oh, Trey, thank you very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't pessimistic enough, ladies. I forgot this. <laughs> Those numbers include men who are married. 
Uh, married men make a lot more than single men. Uh, so the numbers are even worse than what I list. I thank you for reminding me, Dre. Ladies, the numbers are even worse than 7-4% and 13-9%. It's even worse if you would want them not to be married. I forgot about that. I couldn't find the data to pack it out. Oh, I can't believe he was married. He didn't tell me. Well, seven step survival. Check out his channel. Five bucks. I'm coming to Rapid City uh, mid to end of July. Would you like to go for a hike, sir? Yeah, email me. Email me, please. You've been very kind to the show. Dr. Paradox. You don't have to donate anymore, Doc. Five dollars. Wife and I wish this was taught to these kids these days, like a brick in the face, pallet of bricks. <clears throat> They had home economics. They had it where it's like, you know, you had to do a family budget because there was no welfare. 1965 came along. Oh, my God, the government. Oh, my God. And I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to ask some baby boomer women. I'm like, where, where, did the, where did the bee get in your bonnet? What was with the man hatred back then? Why, why, why did, where did you, we don't need no man. I understand philosophically after reading up, reading several feminist books, actually. I understand that. I'm like. Okay, but it didn't mean they were your enemy. I I don't know why, but that that is like what is the benefit? Take that Miller Light commercial. What is the benefit of saying men are stupid for liking girls in bikinis? What I don't know. I don't know what the benefit is. Maybe <clears throat> they want to smite back at men. Maybe retroactively get back at all those. I, I have no, and I don't care. But hey, I ain't got no kids. I'm I'm gonna die in a good 35 years, and that is really all your guys' problem. Donna Hannaford. Oh, oh, my Australian love interest. Five Australian dollars. I'm supporting a bloke that has four kids, no job, and a dope addiction. Yell at me, Cappy. I need it. Getting ready to walk after I get his dog fixed. I don't know why you're doing that, Donna. I honest to God don't. I I can't make you make changes. I mean, what? You don't have any other options? I did you can you you're better off single. <clears throat> I mean, you want to support me? I don't have four kids. You can just send me a check. I'm like probably a fraction. If you want to send me a hundred Australian dollars a month, we call it even, that'd be fine. I'll send you pictures. You have supported dear Donna, your donation has so helped support a bachelor with his cigar habit. At least in there, you get black and white pictures of me. Adopt a bachelor. I think it'd be a great idea. With your donation, you can help Bobby afford whiskey. And he's just sitting there. <laughs> Nonstop trade, two bucks. Married guys make more because they have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's, a, that's a fact. That's a fact. Married men do make more. They make 40% more than the single guy. So if you want to back it out, let's just call it the guy's got to make 200000 which I haven't done the numbers on that. But, you know. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It wouldn't affect the income. It would affect the statistics. What percentage of men are even in that pool? <clears throat> there you are. So, all right, that's it. Oh, wait, one more. Osama Abdu. Hey, what's up? AC, are you one of the most, you are one of the most respected men in the manosphere due to your intelligence, humor, and unflinching honesty. Rare in this space, your thoughts. Hey, you are 100% right. You are 100% right. And it has nothing to do with those being very kind things you said. Of course, I'm good looking and intelligent and humor and unflinching in my honor. Yes, naturally. Naturally. Yes, of course. Well, you think I'm going to disagree? 
So thank you for the very humbling comments on Osama. I, I appreciate that. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, it's not really any of those things. It was being burned out, having zero F's to give, being angry. I will say I am intelligent. That was tested. I know I'm intelligent, <clears throat> but in giving zero F's to give, just being able to tell the truth, not because I'm bold or courageous, because I want to piss off all the right people. I mean, this video is a perfect example. I have played that one perfectly as an economist would. No bias, no things. On a, but bringing that up is going to piss off all the right women, isn't it? No. Because they've been hypocritical. Like, I don't need, I'm not. deep down inside, I'm guessing some do. But right now, and this is where we get to do our little dance and our joy. It's like it's like Russia trying to to draft up more troops. They're like I think you killed them all. I, I think I think they're all dead. There ain't any left. There, it is mathematically impossible for women to go back to traditionalism, and that is the cost. That is the cost of their nice little feminist experiment they have had. And I am only more than happy to mathematically prove it. Uh, being intelligent or honest or something is completely secondary. <clears throat> Doctor Paradox, two bucks. Married guy makes more. Want dying breed. Uh, Jason McAllister, five bucks. Nice shirt. Enjoying the show. What YouTube channels do you watch? I watch, uh, more modernly. I watch critical drinker and Demion. It's a Gundam turd flinging monkey, but he's not on YouTube. He's on alternative channels. Um, uh, laser pig, uh, the tank museum, uh, Anton, the, the, uh, astronomer. What? There's another geek. Oh, Nerdrotic. I like Nerdrotic. Um, <clears throat> I think I think that's all that comes to mind now. That's all that comes to mind now. My truth. Two bucks. Send on a, my first house husband graduate. He's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the adopt a bachelor thing. I'm going to do it. All right. That's it. I'll see you guys later. Links to everything down below. Toodles. You're such an asshole. So a friend of mine tagged me in this article on the Facebooks, and it says open AI CEO, Sam Altman. And already I'm like, oh, is this another one of those like up and coming 40 under 40, 30 under 30 people who never make a make a profit? Like if you're on that list, it almost dooms you to failure. And he looks at, look, he could be, he looks like one of those nerds. He looks like a 20 something nerd, like, hey, I created AI. How are, open AI CEO, hold it. Corp, chief executive officer, you got a board? You got multi million dollars invested? Do you have, but Mike, my, my main question, my main question, do you make a profit? Oh, you don't. You're another needle dick uh, Silicon Valley guy living off of the charity of the creditors and you have no intention of ever making it. Does it make profit? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> Has nothing to do with my point. I just, I just want open AI. This was last week. Oh, AI, huh? Everyone keeps telling me things about AI. I'm like, how is it making money? Is it making money?
Sam Altman. Oh, hey, he's the guy of the hour. All right. Talk to me next hour. Sam Altman says the remote work experiment was a mistake and it's over. Oh, thank you, Mr. Guy who got his pubes yesterday. Let's continue. Open AI CEO Sam Altman isn't averse to change. He helped kickstart the current AI race with chatbot chat GPT, after all threatening to upend multiple industries. I'll I'll wait till it actually does. So far, I think it makes like what? Convincing porn, right? Is that all? Ooh, you could write a, a freshman grade level paper. Well, that doesn't take any intelligence anyway. <clears throat> I'm still waiting for the jobs to be replaced. The idea of fully remote work became the norm and has come and gone, he said this week at a fireside chat in San Francisco organized by a fintech company, Stripe. Also, some I've never heard of. And maybe they make money, maybe they don't. We'll never know. I think definitely one of tech's industry's worst mistake in a long time was that everybody could go full remote forever and startups didn't need to be together in person. And, you know, there was going to be no loss of creativity, he told attendees. I would say that the experiment on that is over and the technology is not yet good enough. Wait, I thought AI was replacing everything. I thought I should just put a bullet in my head because of the software replaced Cappy. Execute program, op, 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 curse and yell at Democrat parasites, op, 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 execute. Cappy says, toodles, goodbye, right? I would, there would be, I'd be replaced. Now, now you say we need him, which is it? Um, the technology is not yet good enough that people can be full remote forever, particularly on stops. Now, in fairness to him, in fairness to Sam, I don't think he's talking here. Now, they, of course, Fortune Magazine is written by even worse people, journalists, and they have to, oh, he's, he's on that camp. He's, no, I think all he's saying is that for startups, technology or not, I'd imagine, you kind of need people to come into the office and kind of hash and, and, you know, hash out some ideas, have some brainstorms. I'm inclined to agree with him. So I'm not saying this guy is coming squarely down on a, nope, everyone's got to come back to work. He isn't alone in his assessment. Many CEOs have been demanding. They demand. I demand you return to the office. No. What? I'm J.P. Wentworth, which is an actual law firm, not the same character. How dare you say no to me? Don't know who I am. Uh, that remote employees spend more time in the office. Wait, many CEOs have been demanding that remote employees spend more time in the office, among them Bob Iger at Disney, Howard Schultz at Starbucks, and Robert Thompson at News Corp. During the pandemic, remote work or hybrid work schedule was the only option for many office workers, and many grew to prefer it to being in the office every workday. I do not believe in remote work for startups, Keith Raboy. A general partner at a venture capital firm, Founders Fund. Oh, the is that? Let me guess. You guys were the ones lending all these Silicon Valley people your money, never to be paid back. What's your profit margin look like? <clears throat> Told the Logan Bartlett Show. What? Adding that neither he nor his firm would invest in a venture based on it. Younger workers, he noted, learn by osmosis. Oh, hang on, Keith Raboy. How old is this guy? Really? Are you a oh boy? What do you look like? Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to listen to you. Okay. <laughs> oh. He's 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 a Gen X. He's 54, but he's a boomer. 
Uh, younger work, you youngin' people, you people better listen up. Mr. Ears over here going to tell you what for. Younger workers, he noted, learn by osmosis. No, they don't. In a way that requires in-person interaction and supervisors discovered hidden talent by watching them. Get the F out of here, you old boomer hacks, even though you're a little bit older than me. You never paid attention at all as to whether or not anyone had talent. You guys can't find your own dick, let alone like talent in your own office. <clears throat> Meanwhile, at the struggling Uber rival Lyft, new CEO David Risher ordered remote workers back to the office last week, one day after laying off more than 1,000 employees or about 26% of the workforce. Employees will now have to come in on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays with Tuesdays recommended. Or not. I'm going to interject a concept here because I was told this the entire time by those lying cocksucking baby boomer bosses. Employees are our best assets. No, they're your only assets. See, the machines and the computers and the inventory and the actual material items, the buildings, the machines, the desks, those are inert things. They don't do anything. It's only, only with humans that actually something gets done. And it's only with the humans that create those things in the first place. Your only asset is humans. And you've been treated, I'm not, no big Democrat, you guys know me, not a big Democrat, I hate Democrats. But we have gone on now for, I'd say, <clears throat> probably about 40, 50 years, where you employers have treated your employees like absolute shit. I don't believe in a minimum wage, but geez, I can't figure out why we can't, why we got such high turnover. I don't know. Pay more people. I can't figure out why we can't get anyone to come work. Pay, pay people more money. Whoa, not that. Well, then suck a dick. Enjoy the losses. Enjoy your labor shortage. Jesus. <clears throat> and this idea, well, you're going to tell the employees what to do? I got news for you, Mr. CEO. You're not the most empower important person in the company. It's your employees. And man, I, again, not a big union guy either, but I could totally see why there's a union. Now, effectively, a union has formed. Many thanks. I can't mention him enough. Josh Fluke and the many people on the internet, maybe myself included, who have exposed the simply unfair employment practices of all of Employment America. Bachelor's degrees when an eighth grade education would have done just fine. Foisting four to six year college education programs just to apply for the job because you got a quantahaha bitch, witch, evil, vile, disgusting vermin called Karen and HR instead of just giving them a two week training program. <clears throat> and, and you think you, Mr. Ears over there, well, you young people better come into the office. Make us make them love to see you make them try. And I got, see, I don't believe in threats without teeth because this is a hollow threat. You're bluffing, but we'll get to the teeth later. But let's read through this. <clears throat> Many remote workers contend that working from home is just fine and they are not eager to return to pre pandemic office and commuting routines. In a Pew Research survey released last month, 56 of respondents said working from home helps them get work done and meet deadlines. Imagine that not wasting two hours a day commuting helps you get work done. I bet your mental health is better. There's lower risk of traffic fatalities and accidents. Your insurance rates go down. Divorces go down. You can spend time with your family. And all these corporations about work-life balance. Right, corporate America? 
eat a bag of dicks right over there. Bag of dicks stores. Third and main. Go there. Eat it. Choke on it. Said working from home gets some work done to me. Through. Well, 37%, it neither hurts nor helps. So we're talking 90? Yeah, 90, 93%. Plus or neutral to it. Why would you give your employees what you what they wanted? Of course. No, no, no. I know someone I can't see who. Uh, hardworking gal, hardworking gal. Uh, manages family, invest time in family. Now uh, her employer, we need you to come back to the office. How about a big, big bag of no dicks? No. <clears throat> Just you all, let me see. Now I'm Herman. I'm the corporate executive. My father, Charlie, the boomer that he was, ran it because if he couldn't see you working, how do you know you were working? And me, Herman, Gen X boss, nepotist extraordinaire, I'm going to require the same. What do you mean you got kids? No, we can't. I need to see you in the office. Screw your children. I'm more important. I am Herman, the Gen X boss. But at least one CEO, here's my guy, James Clark of digital marketing firm ClearLink, where his employees might be secretly working multiple jobs. No. I'm sorry, he's not my guy. You think, James? I wonder if you just paid them a fair wage. I, I wonder if there's a solution. They're working two jobs. Well, maybe pay them overtime to work more at your firm or pay them more money. And then they just work at your job. You have them sign a non-compete agreement. How dare someone take their free time and manage their time well? Do you, do you guys see just what manipulative, controlling, dictatorial tyrants these assholes are? Do you understand why you should not want to be? This why I'm like, yeah, your life is not at the corporation. Don't hang your head at the corporate. Your number one thing. That's for girls. Let girls deal this. Girls want to be broad, independent. Strong, in, you know, girl boss, let them have corporate America. I've said it before. But for those of you who got the slightest bit of self-respect, you want to work for these assholes? Look at their attitudes. They think they freaking own you. But at least one CEO, James Clark of ClearLink. Is ClearLink making money? Where his employees might be secretly working multiple jobs while working remotely. Oh, my God. He also worried, well, what do, you, what do you care if they do the jobs right? Okay, boom. Hang on. I got to look up ClearLink. James Clark. ClearLink CEO celebrates employee selling dog. Oh, is this the guy? Talked about sacrifices he was seeing from some workers, like selling the dog. Uh, rant to tech employees. Oh, this guy's got an interesting past. Utah's tech CEO praises work who ditched the family dog to return to the office. Robert Gerke says some bosses don't get it. Uh, no, I want to see his LinkedIn. Uh, James Clark. Uh, Clearlink. Company. Let's see if it's even making money. Clearlink. 
LLC. Profitability. You can't look up a, I don't think it's, they'll have there. <clears throat> Clear Lake makes $175,000 in a single month. It makes annual revenue of $5.3 million. I don't care about the revenue. I want to know what its profits are. Revenue employee. Revenue peaked in 2022. All right. Does it make profit? Okay. James Clark. <clears throat> he also worries some might be freeing up time by using AI tools like OpenAI's ChatGPT, GPT-4, time that his company isn't usable. Oh, no. How dare people not suck your dick, James? How dare people use tools? Man, are you like that boomer boss who when I, I like, oh, here, we can use the spreadsheet. We don't need software. I, mean, I don't understand. Do you know how to open up a PDF, James? I got to see what this guy looks like. Usually, usually when you got weapons-grade evil people like that, James Clark, let's see what he looks like. Oh, yeah, he's got a Trump haircut. Oh, 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 how can you trust that guy? <laughs> oh, uh, back. I just want to see his, what is he? What is he? Do you got a degree in business, bro? Harvard management. Yep. He's got a master's degree in management. Uh, founded. Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -da -ba -da. Yeah. Oh, darn. Wonder what is what is the uh glass door review of Clearlink? Is it high? Oh, three. Oh, two point eight. Okay, so no one likes working there. Have fun, James. <laughs> Somebody should open up a bag of dick store over in Utah. I don't know where he is. St. George, Salt Lake, wherever he is. Someone's I I think he's gonna have to eat a lot. Uh, where'd it go? <clears throat> But the but the uh, Altman said, I feel pretty strongly that startups need a lot of in-person time. All right, I'm not going to disagree with the startups. He knows a thing or two about that. As fellow OpenAR co-founder Greg Brockman told the Possible podcast last week, they spent months trying to figure out what exactly their AI chatbot should be. Ba ba ba. Strategy successful. OpenAI is now valued at thirty billion. I don't care what it's valued at. Does it make a profit? Uh, boo 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 All right, let me explain to you why people aren't going back to the office. All right, <clears throat> because there's a welfare state, a lot of which you Silicon Valley CEO cocksucking dickheads all voted for because it was popular to vote Democrat. Hell, some of you probably even donated to the Democrat Party. And I don't know if you've noticed labor force participation rates among younger people. And I don't know if you've seen the boomers retiring early, the ones that you really needed. And I don't know if you've seen the middle-aged Gen Xers like, nope, get, mm -mm, nope, hella nope. You guys can't find employees. And whether it's the boomers who saved up enough money, the Gen Xers that kind of like scrolled away a little bit <clears throat> or decided to work another job that they didn't have to like rely on your income, or the Zoomers and millennials just playing like, nah, you're paying me welfare. You're especially not getting young people. Because I'll tell you this right now, I used to take a tremendous amount of pride, I probably still do, that I've never collected a government check. 
The day I left home at 18, I've never, I've always worked. There were very tight times, <clears throat> starving, quite, sometimes quite literally, but I never took a government check. But after going through and tolerating your baby boomer antics, which is regardless of your actual age, because now you have younger people than boomers who are still doing baby boomer antics, especially diversity and inclusion and whatever other training that has nothing requiring bachelor's degrees. I, I thought that would go away, but apparently it hasn't. <clears throat> um, but the entirety of that managerial philosophy where it was, you just absolutely did not consider the employees. There was no empathy. And I'm not saying you got to pay employees all the money in the world, but failing to realize that your employees are absolutely critical and vital to your company and that to lower turnover that, that you might want to say, hey, you know, maybe we don't require a college. Like if you just made it easier, not easy, easier to work for you guys, where we didn't have to go get four, six-year college degrees where you'd have training programs and where maybe you take the time to actually coach and in, train or explain things to your employees and to keep your own heads out of your asses may and, and maybe a wage where they wouldn't have to like, gee, I can't afford rent nearby. So now I got to commute to, a, if you just considered that maybe people said, no, I would prefer to work. But now I think I got to imagine at least 65% of you voted for it. But now there's another option, and that's called welfare. And that could mean everything from a literal welfare check to all the state and local programs that allow people to live on very little to certainly I'd say half of it is parental welfare, where the parents let the kids live at home. Oh, and let's also talk about mental disabilities, fake or real. Oh, I got a touch of the autism. I need disability checks. Hell, I bet you there's some people out there who are homeless that would otherwise make a pretty good employee if you just if you just shot it straight down the line. <clears throat> but here's the teeth. This is where the teeth to that threat comes in. Yeah, if there was no welfare state, if it wasn't easy for everyone to just live at home and live off the government dole, yeah, people would have to work. And they'd be like, okay, we'll come back. But no, you've made it that there's a welfare state. You've made that people, it's perfectly accepted. There's no shame at living at home anymore now. And I I know, I don't, you know, maybe it's your, something with your ego. I don't know what it is about your ego that needs to get stroked, that you have to have this lording power over people to come in and ruin and upend their lives because you're some insecure, limp dick, pansy-ass, gray-haired, gray pube piece of shit, power-hungry boomer. I don't know what it is that you got to upend and make everyone's lives miserable and pay extra office space costs. I mean, office renting buildings is not cheap. I don't know why you got to do that, but let me tell you something very clearly, you corporate executive types who think you could just decree things. They're not coming back. They're not. And the only people that are, are going to be financially destitute, I don't know who's coming back. It ain't going to be good people. The only ones I can think of, maybe, maybe there's a certain segment like, no, nah, I just got to get to the office. They love the office. It's a minority. But you're not going to have, God Christ, oh, hang on. Let me take a look. <clears throat> what is the unemployment rate? 3.4%. <laughs> That's 1.6% below full. 
you're coming in here barking attitudes and demands and lists like it's the 1990s and everyone's just gracious you know gracious or grateful to have a job no no you're like some fat chick walking into a party where there's hot thin chicks telling men now i taking your number well good luck you ain't gonna get no number you ain't no one even asking you <clears throat> and unlike all the other times of the past, now we got a nice welfare state. And you better, the only way you're, look, I know you don't want to pay um, a living wage. I know that because it's more important that you like get a third yacht or something like that. I, I know it's very important for you CEOs to have that. But you aren't going to have any employees to run your company, period, if you don't let the lion's share of them, white collar work anyway, work from home. And if you get your heads out of your asses, you might actually save a lot of money, have yourself a profitable company. Because if people are allowed to work remotely, then they could go live in cheaper places and not have to demand like, well, you want me to live in San Francisco? I took another great thing is you executives all headquarter in the, in the worst leftist shitholes ever. Oh, yeah, I love the risk of getting stabbed or killed on the subway. Oh, yeah, let's live here. That's great. That's great because your condo is nearby and your mistress is two doors down. That's great. I'm glad we live in Chicago. That's wonderful. But you're going to find out you're wrong. You're going to find out you're the ones not with power because now people can say no and they're not going to starve. And I hope you guys keep voting Democrats because I think that's kind of what's enabling everybody. Like, nah, I don't have to. And I'm against the welfare. I'm against the Democrats. But by God, it's so nice to see you gray hairs actually get told to shut the fuck up. And now you got to you. It's not that you got to be the employees, bitch, but you actually have to consider employees now. And so <clears throat> I would love to see you all make decrees. I love to see you say you got to come in and be the Johnson Corporation, man. We need team. We need you to come in. I love to see you keep having those Weapons grade bitches you got over in HR demanding masters and doctorates. I'll, I'll keep on going and I'll keep on. Oh my God, we can't find employees. There you go. <clears throat> All right. My God, I don't even think we had any. Did we have no problems from Cox Communication? Did Cox Communication actually provide reliable internet here today? Let's go to the Super Chats, the Super Chats, the Super Chats. Let's go to the Super Chats and have ourselves a treat. Oh, also, by the way, I'm going to be on um, Pop's channel tonight, Terrence Pop's channel, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. Me, him, and Blake are going to go and chit-chat and talk, talk, man talk. Generation Apollo, two bucks. If I can't see you, how do I know you're working? <clears throat> Just tell them no. For, for any any younger person out there looking for a job, just tell them no. If if you need like guidance on like, well, how do I? I'll give you some real quick pointers here, so you never actually have to go and work for one of these bosses. Save up three to six months of of living expenses. Okay, then you don't have to take bad jobs. If you take a job and they lie to you, oh well, we need you to come into the work now. I know we said remote work, but I'm changing my mind. You can walk away because you got three to six months. Live at home, save the rent, especially when you're younger. There's no reason to pay that rent. Get yourself an invaluable skill, right? So like you're an engineer and if Karen comes in like, well, you know, I didn't like your shit, fine, bye. And then the guy who actually runs the company, oh, wait, 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 we need you, we need you. Yeah, I don't talk to Karen in HR. I don't interview with HR. Like 
just get it to the point where you're working, like even working as a bartender, some kind of job so you can live. So that if some cocksucker wants you to like, we need you to commute downtown New York. Nah, I'm working from home. But, 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 but here at, at Goldman Blacks, that's not an insult, the minority. That's, a, that's making fun of Goldman Sachs and Goldman Blacks. What, you, you're a Goldman Blacks man. You have to come in. Nah, not me. Not going to happen. I'll go work at AP Jorgen. Huh. Well, you're just not part of my kind of material. You know, you're right. I'm not. See you. Bye. Nonstop trade, two bucks. But Cappy, they say you're just not a team player. Man, if I, oh, I wish I could go back in time. I wish I could go back in time and any one of these cocksucking boomer bosses ever said that to me. I get right in their face. It would almost be worth jail time. I'm not kidding. It would almost have been worth jail time to put some of them in their place in Minecraft. It would have. Oh. I should have gone to the feds earlier and more often. That's what I should have done. X runner 55, five bucks. But don't you want to feel part of something greater than yourself? No, I'm pretty great. That That's a great observation there, X runner. Is there should be nothing greater than yourself. Now, the love of your life should be greater. Your children should be greater. Your family and friends, that should be greater. But no, absolutely not. My employer will never be greater than me. You are a tool for me to use and abuse and get and extract as much out of because that's exactly how you look at me. Greater than yourself. Are they even using those? Any Are they as a hit the ground running, steep learning curve, greater than yourself? The Boldman Blacks team. How much do you want to, well, our commute, our family. Bob Dabalina, two bucks. Thanks for everything, Tiki Cappy. No problem. Hey, I like, hey, I'm, it's hot outside. I'm not even wearing socks. That's how, that's how, that's how minimalist Cappy is. I ain't wearing socks. Flaming TP, tree fitty. If I didn't work from home, you wouldn't get tree fitty. Exactly. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Thanks for bringing that up, Flaming TP. Uh, normally I pride myself off of working, but if you ever said you got to go back and work at banking, I go on welfare. I'm like, no, absolutely not. No, no, because that is an unacceptable working environment. Absolutely not. I'll go become a cop. I'll go work secure. I'll do anything else, but there's no way I'll go on welfare. And if it's a white collar job and I don't have to be there and say, but you got to commute anyway. I'm like, no, you get to pay my welfare check. Why? Why? Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, I feel a little woozy. Oh, no, I have a case of the social anxieties and I are disabled and need my SSI check paid for by you. So get your MBA and work more. Drew, five bucks. I get emails all the time entice us to get back into the office and how important culture is. Culture. Oh, my God. Really? There's your culture right there, corporate. Right there. There's your culture. <clears throat> There will be a mass exodus if we have to go back. Yep, there is. Look, we've done it for what, two, three years now? Was it 2019 when the disease came by? That's four years, is it? Coming up on four years? I'm told to buy Biden. The economy's just great. Well, if the economy's great, we don't need to go home. We don't need to go to the office. I still don't. And here's the thing. A lot of you may be under the um, misunderstanding. That, well, these corporate executives, they must know there's a reason. There must be some kind of efficiency. No, no, no. Please listen to me. Corporate executives of all companies, unless they're the exceptional few that are being led by an actual genius, 
Corporate executives are so average intelligence. They are so average intelligence. I thought they knew. I thought, oh, you're the vice president. You must know. No, no, no. They are so. Uh, Scott Adams with Dilbert is right. These are not intelligent people. And whereas to you and me, it would seem like a third or fourth grade logic kind of thing. Like, hey, wouldn't it make a lot of sense to have people not commute just for employee satisfaction? And not to mention, you don't have to spend billions of dollars on office space to house them. Not to mention computer. Like they pay for their own computers. Like you don't have to spend money on on desks or cubicles. Why? Why? And and if you're really in the special advanced class, well, then we could turn all those office buildings into lodging, and that would kind of really make housing affordable for everybody, especially young people, Zoomers and millennials. No, no. Okay, but you're for uh, corporate responsibility. Okay, just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Okay, but yeah, they're they're that stupid. They could not figure that out. Look, did you not see, I mean, maybe it's a little while ago, but did you not see the financial geniuses? I'm not kidding. Those were the best and the brightest. All those New York investment firms that got bankrupt needed a bailout back in 2008, 2009. These are not smart people. And so when you think, well, I'll go into the office, but there obviously is going to be a reason for me to be. No, there won't. No, there won't. So your boss can jerk off behind the one-way window like, they're all working here. They're all working here. I got them to come in and commute. I so good. I so good. And I'm not kidding. Some, I mean, maybe they're not actually jerking off, but they are jerking off their ego. That's the vast majority of corporate leaders right now. So I would absolutely, by gosh, I think we all came down with a touch of autism and we all get SSI check. Oh, I identify as a black female too, by the way, who likes the vahuha. So lesbian black female, that's like queen bee. And I demand respect and uh, rights to work from home because I don't feel safe working among all you white males who are straight, by the way. <clears throat> I Absolutely. If they're going to look, it was unacceptable. I didn't know it at the time. It was unacceptable what we had to go through in the 80s, 90s and the odds. Now, just don't go through it. Make them make accommodations. Uh, nonstop trade two bucks. Also, single guys can easily leave off a little money. Yeah, a single guy, but single girls could do it too. If women were minimalist, they could do it. It, it, it it's the same caloric intake, the same cost men and women face. It's just I think women, and I, I can't even say that because men, boy, you guys really do like your cars because you got small penises. You really like destroying your finances with car leases, don't you? Girls buy other stuff, um, but men can typically get by on less because we we need like a TV and a couch. I did. I, I was in a, a bedroom apartment. I had a, a coffee table, a, a futon that folded into a couch, and a TV. That was it. That's all I had. I was fine. Live the talk. But girls, they need crap. They need crap. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, single guys can live better than this. I, in general, I'd say. Girls, you could do it too. You just gotta like give up all the crap. But I have nothing else in life. Yeah, we know. <laughs> oh, you got your TV shows. I hope, I hope, I hope you cry a little tear. Hope she gets the guy in the end. 
Half dollar, five bucks. So many IT job postings sent to me marked on-site or hybrid in a population center, deleted, toodles, remote work, or less than five miles away. There you go. There you go. It, In a certain way, this welfare state may actually bring about, well, it already is bringing about a, a good thing in higher wages and better working conditions for all Americans. So I understand that. I, I would say the, the cost will outweigh it. But this could usher in where it's like, no. We're not commuting. No, we're not getting bachelor's and master's degrees. I mean, they're getting so desperate to start to hire high school graduates and doing training programs. Like, well, you should have been doing that the entire time. Maybe this might usher in a more efficient labor market. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. You're either going to make it worth my while or I'm going on welfare. I'm not working. I'm absolutely not. And if anything, I, there's plenty of self-employment stuff I can do. I, I'll go, I, I, I was hanging out with Lars. There's like house sitting, trusted house sitters. I get to travel and house sit people's houses. Okay. I go be a bartender. No, I'm not going to do your TPS reports. Get the hell out of here. But, but then you can be part of the, what's a pretentious, oh, you can be part of the Cargill team. No. <clears throat> Klein. 225 for five bucks. What do you think about Trump's latest accuser posting on social media that she is a huge fan of his TV show years after the alleged attack? I, I don't know. I don't pay attention. I don't know what's going on with the lawsuits and all that in New York. Uh, I'm going to say it's another fake accuser. Um, where was it? Show me the police report. You know, and what, what exactly happened? It's the same. It's the same crap. I, it didn't happen. I didn't, unless you follow the police report, somehow there was corruption over there. You know, it it's sad, but at one time I'm like, oh dang, we better get cracking on that. Now I'm like, yeah, you're probably lying. That's probably what it is now. And I'm glad you girls have destroyed any trust and faith men had in you, Doctor Paradox. Ten generous dollars. We didn't walk away. We flew, laughing my ass off all the way to the bank as my wife and I enjoy properties in three countries and still grow our own corn and potatoes because frack this world. Yeah, look, they have gotten it so bad. I know a couple where it's easy. They spend less time growing their own food and maintaining it. Like for you, better bachelor, Joker over to better bachelor. I think I, I should really talk to him. Say like, okay, you paid for the house and this and that. What are your actual living expenses? And I bet you the amount of time and effort he puts into it, which is much more rewarding in him building his own house out there in Tennessee. I bet you not only is it much more rewarding, but I bet you he's, earning more per hour, saving the money that he would have had to have done that otherwise. And that when it comes to, once it gets to cruising speed, once it's operational, I bet you he'll be able to live off that place for less than $5,000 a year. <clears throat> it's like, why, why would I go to an office? I am going to grow potatoes. I'm going to make my own booze. I'm going to go do something else, but I'm not going to an office. And it's not even doing the mind numbing work. It's having the contradictory orders from cocksucking baby boomer bosses who need to what? Choke on a bag of dicks. Drew, two bucks. People who want the office have awful home lives. Well, I, do they? What if they actually do want the office? I can understand you got to get out and away from your spouse. I understand that. And sometimes there are jobs, even white collar ones, like, no, we got to be here. Like, okay, I understand that. But uh, all your work is done on a computer and over email, out, gone. No reason to do it. But yeah, generally, if you have to commute, yes, your home life has to suffer. By math, it has to suffer. 
you have to go to school for 10 hours a day with the bus ride K through 12, your, your family life is going to suffer. You have to go to work and drop off your kid to be raised by complete strangers because you love your career more than you love your child. Your family is going to suffer. Oh, you homeschool your kid, you raise your own vegetables and mom and dad work. One works remotely. The other one goes in part time. I wonder. I know that that couple. They're up in Utah. And he employs his child slave labor to make me their patented child slave labor jam that he made. hasn't mailed it to me yet. Hasn't mailed me one in a while. Ed Igma, two bucks. Cappy, please organize a hike with Cappy event. I have thought about it, and here I won't lie. Um, in the olden days, it was great. You, you met up with people. One in five would be some weirdo, some kind of autist. Some kind of, you want to be friends like stalker type. Um, if I'm going to do it, there's going to be a fee, like a $50 fee to kind of keep all the weirdos away. And then it's going to be the trailhead's going to be out in the freaking middle of nowhere. So you're going to have to spend time and effort to get there. And it's going to be a grueling hike. And I think that will weed out everybody. I will be carrying a gun in case somebody gets some ideas. It will be at a state where I could stand my ground. Just, you know, cover all my bases. Probably have some friends who will also be armed. And then once we make sure everyone's okay, like, yeah, everyone's right. Okay, right. Let Here we go. Up the hill, boys. I might do that sometime. Bedraga, five bucks. Hey, it's Rustin. It's me, Rustin, having a good laugh, telling the truth while I'm Uber and car. Oh, wait, uh, uh, down in um, down in Chicago? Did you change your uh, ID? I didn't know you were in Rustin, if you, uh, but your old ID. I forgot what it was. Wasn't it like Cook County? Cook County something, wasn't it? Is that, that you, the Cook County guy? Drew, two bucks. I can always be a range safety officer as a job. I could be an Uber driver, <clears throat> truck driver, security guard. I don't need the money. I'm not going in. I'm not going. Do you know how much it would take me to go work at a down, like go downtown Chicago, go downtown Minneapolis, downtown LA, downtown, even downtown Vegas. And Vegas has got pretty good traffic. Do you know how much money? Like, and there'd be this huge, like, uh, signing bonus that is not refundable. Like, no, we're talking like $100,000 for one year. But I get to walk away if there's any BS. It, it, for me to go 40 hours a week to give up this, oh, give up the hiking? Give up the motors and the golf? The, oh, no. And sleeping in, having coffee? No. Half a million a year, minimum. And I do it for three years and I'd F off after that. There's no way. No way I'd go back. No way. Madraga, five bucks, calling me smog from The Hobbit. I'm hoarding gold and cobalt ingots at home. <clears throat> cobalt? Really? Does cobalt have value? With most of my savings because of Biden inflation. It's Trumpflation too. Let's be honest. Trump did it too. But good for you, man. Good for you. Generation of Powell, five bucks. Some companies definitely put the cult in work culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go be a bartender. I'll go anything, anything. I'll I'll be a garbage man. I'm not working for for a berry. I'm not working for a for a oh, what's another book? Henry. I'm not working for you guys ever. 
<clears throat> Drew, two bucks. I live easily on 30K a year with a micro FU fund. There we go. Two bucks again from Drew. They renewed the lease for my office that is empty. <laughs> I want. I got a question for all the baby boomer bosses. So in these empty offices where none of your employees are showing up, do you jerk off to yourself by yourself? Like in the mid, do, do you get in like in the middle? Do you stand on a desk on a cube? Do you like try and make it go into different cubicles? What do you do? Like, how do you masturbate as a, as a boss in an empty office? What do you, where, where, where tell me, I'm, I'm just curious. Factions T. Lou, two bucks. Where's the Bucky's hat? Oh, I, I put stuff in my hat because we're going to go out for lunch later. Because I don't work for anyone. Me and the GF going to go out and get lunch. And uh, that's why I'm dressed up very fancy-like, but with no socks. Uh, yeah, so I wanna, when I do my hair and put product in it, I don't wear the hat. Dr. Paradox, five uh, five bucks again. Heads up, Super Chat's attempting you to speak on political current events are aimed at demonetizing you. Be advised. Are they? <clears throat> well, don't we kind of normally talk about politics? A little bit, I guess, here. A little bit tangential. I know I'm very devil-may-care, devil-may-cry, libertarian, indifferent. Um, I don't know. Oh, we got storms out there? Uh, look, if people want, if activists want to pay me their money or George Soros's money for me to give the politically correct answer, that's fine. Uh, Drew, two bucks, come out and hike the Manitou Incline in Colorado Springs. I might, I might do that. Uh, our future man, five bucks. I'm interested to see what happens when boomer bosses can't justify fifty thousand a month rent for an office space. Boomer's gonna boom. I, I don't care. I. It's sad, but I am increasingly cheering against some of the main pillars and institutions with this, within this country, specifically corporate America, because they have been so bad, such bad uh, citizens. We could view them as citizens or participants, but we're all, you know, the government is a citizen. The citizens are citizens. The schools are citizens. But, you know, we're all citizens. We're all participating in this economy. And uh, corporate America has been such a bad citizen. That I'm I'm happy. I'm happy when Miller says like we hate men commercials. Good, do it. Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna lecture you and uh, we can't find good. I I cheer on when you go like how many of you are uh, want Disney to do well? How many of you like are cheering on the demise of Disney? Like, God, I hope your earnings this quarter suck. Uh Dr. Paradox, Bucky's hat, Bucky's hat, uh, you buck and buck. No, I I wear it all the time. Aubrey, seven Canadian bucks. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was good. Recommend it. Yeah, Critical Drinker said it was all right. It wasn't great. Um, I I lost Guardians of the Galaxy on Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where it was just a big emotional um, hoo-ha juice fest. Like, are you my dad? No, don't die, dad. I'm like, this is this is pretty lame. It's pretty lame. So I uh, I don't want to go see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Clem joke, five bucks. But Cappy, how will people know they're being supervised if they can't see their supervisor? <laughs> oh, if I could go back, I'd be playing. I'd be messing with their minds, man. If I ever got called into HR, I'd like get a lawyer. Come on in with me. Oh, I just want you to sit here. We're recording this. Like there'd be Karen. What was well, my lawyer? Here's the recording. You don't mind if we record this, do you? Right? Because you want to record it for, for accuracy, right? Hank clogs two bucks. What deodorant do you use? I use 
uh, simple, not simple Jack. Um, oh, it's, hang on. Let me look it up. It's good. Check it, check. All right, hang on. I got to, I'll be back. All right, hang on. Let me. There we go. All right. Should be back in audio. Should be okay. If it's not, uh, let me know. Of course, now the video goes out naturally. All right. It's Every Man Jack. That's what I use. Every Man Jack. <clears throat> it's very good. Um, and it's not the uh, communist one. Let's get back to the super chats. What do you learn? Do you use? Heads up super chats. Here we go. Nonstop Dre. Cappy. Cappy's favorite mountain to hike is Brokeback Mountain. No, it is not. No, it is not. My favorite mountain to hike is probably Black Mountain over in Vegas. It's a pretty good mountain. It's challenging. All right. Is that it? Let me double check. Uh, am I back? Okay. Okay. Uh, all good. All good. All right. Good. We're back. Hatton clogs, two bucks. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Hatton clogs. It's uh, it's good stuff. You sometimes have to reapply it. And I think we're all caught up. Is that it? That's it. All right. So link below is a link to a lot of my stuff. There's some books. There's also some courses on how to get your financial act together, which I literally labeled it courses to get your financial act together. Uh, there's also a link to my subscribe star channel. If you want to tune into the road trip podcast, which is archived there, that is the membership, the elite snooty membership for the Cappy clan. And it's $2 a month. If you want, uh, and you get access to that. And then also there's the Amazon affiliate program where if you kindly would do all your Amazon purchases through that, that way you can give me money. It doesn't cost you anything more because I get a commission because ultimately it's Jeff Bezos and McKinsey, his <laughs> I can't say it. Uh, not pleasant woman who totally earned her billions. Uh, I get some money from them. And that's it. Oh, wait, there's more on the holy shit. Jesus, Dr. Paradox. What are you? Are you made of money or something, man? What? Uh, let's do this. 50 bucks. This is worth the money because it's worth the real estate and time. Hire people and pay them well and make products and services that are needed and freaking useful. 
You got it, man. You're right. But do you know how many of those corporate executive morons with their MBAs don't understand that? They think there's always a shortcut. And what it is, it's the simple principle of do it right the first time because then it doesn't break. And then you don't have to hire employees to deal with refunds and repeats and repairs and all that. They don't get it, man. They don't get it. If you look at asshole consulting, it, it, there's no like refund. There's no repeats. There's no, no, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a quick operating machine. You know, it's like, this is why people don't complain about Japanese cars. Remote work is still work. Make it work or get out of the freaking way. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, our future MD5. I go to coffee shops or work from home. Can't make me do it. Me do ish. Skills mean I do what I want. Cartman voice. I do what I want. Yeah. If your employer needs you more than you need him, guess who gets to work from home? <laughs> it's not criminal justice majors. They all get to work from the office or the fast food line. All right. That's it. Uh, link below all that stuff. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.